Cozy, so it's like, yo, let's go on a bus. We'll blaze a little beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose him. He's like, no, 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 that'll make me freak out and clam up. I don't want to get high, yeah. which is funny coming from the guy who That's, runs yep, cannabis companies exactly. before some shit. But I respect that he knew his limits. That would make him freak out, you know. Well, that's probably why he's the CEO of a cannabis company, right? He is, and uh, it was funny because the like uh, at first I was like. He feels a little stiff. I get it. You know, he's like, I've never done anything like this. I've yeah, never he's spoken. He's used to doing stuff. He's nervous. Like that. Yeah. You know, some people are more <coughs> interact. I mean, he was new to the music yeah. industry and yep. everything, but he eventually loosened up, which was good. You know, he um, he also you gotta remember, like he just did that um interview. He yeah. made front page for some some hemp magazine. Yeah, or, yeah, know? yeah. So so this is all new to him, yeah, right? So it's true. Yeah. It's funny, man. Like, when you know, you, even though you work for these artists and these bands. Motherfuckers know you. You're you're kind of like on your on your own shit. You're a well-known dude in your realm, right? Well, okay, here's the thing with that. Thanks to the addition of social media, right? Yeah. As long as my, you know, tenure with this band, it's been a long time, so people do, are you know, know who I am, right? I've done a little st- stuff for like you know, like not press. I want to say, but like let's say I did like a promotional clip for Jägermeister one time, right? That was that they you know that featured me yeah. or whatever. So I guess I'm I'm out there. But again, even if this was that, dude, if this was 20, 30 are, years though. ago, I don't know if I would be as well like recognized or known. You know what I mean? But, or but whatever you want to call these, it. These people still know you. Like there's fans that come to these shows to see these bands you work for. Obviously there to see them, but they're also there to see like they name drop you. They want pics with you. They well, want to fucking follow you on well, Instagram because they know about your shit. Like there's also guitar nerds. Well, there's also a, there, again there's a guitar community, right? Yeah. And there's also an like a weird internet. Now I say weird, but I think it's weird because whatever. But it's a weird internet thing where these dudes follow people like me and, and their careers. Like I met a guy once that literally like um, he. Uh, like he basically recited my whole career, like my whole career to me, of the bands like I worked a, for. He was basically a yep. guitar tech, like fanboy. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, just, <laughs> basically, I'm sure yes. I told you this. So uh, this gentleman I'm speaking with is is one of the few fucking repeat guests on here, which I love when I have a repeat guest on Damaged Goods. Uh, this is my main man Warren Lee. He's back because uh, we're still on tour. We're with Slayer and uh, we're in lovely Portland, Oregon. And if you didn't hear the first one, Warren is a, a legendary guitar tech. Infamous is the word I like to use because if you speak to anybody in music and they find out you know him, they're like, oh, shit. It got me a lot of respect. So thank, thank you very you. much. Sir. But uh, Warren, thank you know, Slayer, Hatebreed, Rancid, uh, a lot of your favorite bands. This dude is the man. And you guys obviously love that fucking first one. That's why we're back. We're cooling on the bus in, uh, in Warren's element. That's but right. anyway... These guys come to these shows to see these artists we work for, but there's a lot of these guys that come to see to see you, to see Warren, and they they drop na- your name. They they want to see you. They want to fucking they want to get pics from you. They want to get the set list. They want to fucking they're hip to your shit because they're guitarners. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, they are. They're they're out there, which is it's weird but cool at the same time. You know, but it's also weird because I'm I mean I'm not supposed to be in the spotlight. You know and, what I mean? And so. like you said, twenty years ago or some shit. Probably wouldn't have been, right? Yeah. There's no exposure for anyone other than those directly in the limelight. Pretty much. Fast forward, Again, it's right? it's like the the allure of, let's say, a tour bus or t- the touring lifestyle, I should say, right? 
20 years ago, 30 years ago, it was a mystery, right? You didn't really know unless you were in the business, yeah. you were in the game, right? Now it's, you, you could just put on YouTube or MTV yeah. and you could see all this shit. But so. that, the evolution of technology is like allowed, you know, you oh, or dudes in your position to have like level absolutely. Like obviously, these dudes are fans of the band. Absolutely. Shit, but now they can have like a, a like a spinoff fan base of, of of dudes who work for their favorite band. Yeah, absolutely. Work for their favorite artists or the dudes who they know are like on their guitar shit. Yeah. Well, let's say if be. you, I mean, if you're like, let's say uh, a Slayer guy or, or, or a rancid person, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll get clips of yeah. stuff that you wouldn't see, see on the gets. on the yeah exactly nobody the, gets. You know? So if you watch uh, Warren on like Instagram, all the live videos, not just on stage during the shows. Fuck what we do on the bus, what we're doing in, in, in production offices, like backstage during the day, all this shit that that stuff like that, Jake. I do just to because I mean people follow me for that reason, right? So I'm kind yeah. of give them basically a glimpse into what we do out here, right? Because a lot, a, a lot of people have a misconception of what we do. And again, well, no conception. Is it, yeah, like, exactly. It's still a mystery. Exactly. They have no idea. So, again, you know, hey, man, I'm just trying to give people a little insight. I'm sharing knowledge is, is what I'm trying I to do with also, people. I think also, like, where we're at now, I mean, you, you got to consider things like, a, you know, record sales barely exist, right? Like, live music and touring is the generally the most... Uh, beneficial aspect of a, of a musician's career, right? That's where most of their finances are generated from now. I mean, licensing, publishing, and shit like that. Sure. But they're not making money off records like that no more, right? No. In, in streaming, they're still not making money off of, right? So live music is still, if not even before, more important now. At the so moment. It, at at the, the moment. I think moment. I think it's it's going to change eventually. Not Maybe not soon, you know, but it's going to go down the path where live entertainment and, um, no longer... I think it's going to... Everything's going to go Hologram virtual. Hologram style. Everything's going to go virtual. Eventually, yeah. Everything. I mean, everything. Every, I mean, every fucking... Eventually, uh, look, it's if, all going to be If there. you want to know what I'm talking about, go watch the movie WALL-E, right? Her. Ready Player One. All these ones, dude. I mean, there's tons yep. of these movies that express the yeah. Westworld. Like, all these shows. There's yeah. a lot of shit that expresses these sentiments that 20, 30, 40 years, it will be the with the norm. But where, where music's had to go... In the place of record sales, and like, I mean, dude, when I was little, and you're even older than me, no disrespect, you know, going to fucking Tower Records or certain oh. record stores on Tuesdays to cop fucking albums, Hell yeah. to cop cassette tapes, get the advanced copy or pre order or whatever. All you that. Know? Even when like Napster came out, dudes were still downloading but still buying shit, right? Absolutely. Now it's streams. And I know how those streaming services work, it's necessary. <laughs> But it's not necessarily financially viable for everything. So touring became a little important. <coughs> so Very revealing much. aspects of touring only assists artists in making more money. So when you yep. have those little videos, you show that little backstage yeah. street, all that other shit, it makes people want to come to the show. Absolutely. It because makes them want now, to buy VIP well, packages. Well, now they, f- they feel like they're, you know, they know what goes on. They're part of the show. They they're part of the thing. And exactly. that they yeah. Now they feel special. That's what people need, I mean, right? Dude, so. certain, like, well, that's why when when like you see it on your yeah, what you see on the people VIP, on the VIP decks, that's all they do. They people lose their fucking minds, and yeah. right? And, and they're basically getting bands, like my view or your right. And bands wouldn't even do things like meet and greets and shit before. Even that's Slayer, right. When I was started working that's with them, right. all the other artists I worked for did meet and greets and this and that. That's Slayer right. Didn't want to do one. They did nope. a sound check party. Yep. We don't. They you know they chose rather to interact with the fans. Exactly. Do a little like you know still casual, cool backstagey jam thing, and let the fans feel like they were in on it. And then they, you know, the, see the benefit of actually meeting the fans and doing that because that's money now. Yeah, that's exactly. big money. People want to come backstage. Yeah. They want to see, even if it's for forty-five seconds. Well, if, look, if people if people want it, then and then you you can offer it and you know make the money off of it. Why not? It's it, yeah. it, 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 both parties win, yeah. right? Because the fan gets what they want and the band gets compensated for their time. 
And that's what, at the end of the day, that's what, you know, bands do. They get compensated for their time, yeah. you know? It's true. To be on tour, to be on and stage, you, you gotta, know? Like, you got to find all the ways to bring in the revenue. Because, you know, I mean, any artist or band that's been around for a while probably doesn't have this issue, but a lot of new artists in the last 10 to 12 years... Oh, they got to find new ways. Deal, yeah. yeah, you got a 360 deal. If you yep. got a major label, they're taking money from your tour. They're taking money from your merchandise. Oh, yeah. They're taking money everywhere because they know they're not getting their record sale exactly. money. So even as the artist, you got to do You got to come up now. with new ways. You yep. do everything. So the meet and greet, the, like the thing, you know, stuff like that, it's it's almost like hey, back in the back day in the when red. bands, exactly, like, hey, man, you know, come buy a cassette tape or a demo yeah. or a T-shirt for five bucks. This is the same thing, man. Do the meet and greet, and, and it'll keep us alive out here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Extra, put, extra yeah. money put Some people like to see it as, you know, it's greedy, it's whatever this and this cash grab. It's like, you know what? Not really. But people want to do it, and they want it. Yeah, they if people want it, then, and, suit, then they if, you know, exactly. They guys they looked up to. Exactly. Whoever, you know? So, and at the end of the day, you know, hey, man, nobody does this for free out here. So if you got to yeah. do stuff, maybe, you know, the, the band's got to give up two hours of their day to do stuff, man, that they could be giving up two hours to talk with their and wives there's, there's or, or doing other stuff, you know? I've worked for yeah. artists who don't do things like that. Absolutely. And they don't want to, and that's their that's their call. And maybe whatever they're doing at the time is making that much money because maybe they're the new hot artists or whatever it is, or they have a huge licensing deals. But a lot of artists are fucking... Or maybe they own all the publishing licensing the and the merch in the band, yeah. so they don't need to They don't have money. any hands <laughs> and, that's, and that's the yeah. best situation. Right, so you never know. Staying independent and, exactly. and being strong, which is probably... I'd say probably right now, independent artists probably have the most uh, leverage and in, in access to exposure than they've ever had before. Oh, absolutely. With the internet, social media, yeah. you know? I mean, it's, it's like, so... so YouTube. Warren, Warren's worked for a lot of artists and bands, and, and we've mentioned a lot of these. So, you know, obviously dudes like Slayer, or like Rancid, even, who, <coughs> who became very popular at times, right? Yes, they, 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 I worked for them after the after fact. After they kind of blew. Yeah. Right? And so the thing, I knew, I was... Op Ivy fan and shit, yep. and I, I knew the early Rancid shit from skate videos, and I was into Me it. too. No disrespect, I probably didn't pay attention after they blew up. Nothing against the sure. music, but it that's just what happens, though. That. Yeah. But you've also worked for artists like like Hatebreed, yes, who never crossed over, or even Slayer is well, like a funny. Grammy-winning think, artist, but I, Hatebreed didn't have you know a, a crossover like that. No, they didn't. But if, if for Hatebreed, it was different because I was with them, kind of right at the beginning of, of when Perseverance came out, which was the second record. And it was right when they started blowing up. And then I was also with them right when Jamie started doing the MTV stuff. So I, I, I kind of saw like the, the rise. MTV stuff he was doing? He was got, Headbangers Ball. He was hosting Headbangers Ball. He was Headbangers doing after Ball. Ricky Rackman? Uh, yeah, yeah. When they revamped the show, he, see, they see, picked I, him as the host. I cut MTV out, I don't know what. Yeah, it was a, late it was a so big deal at the time, they you know? So they, they brought it back. I yeah, and they, he was the host. And it was he was good. I thought they just stopped fucking with music shit. Yeah, I mean, this is like, you're talking probably like, 2002. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, was something not like that. So, by that time. so, but yeah. I mean, you know, hey, that I watched that happen, and it was it was good to see that because yeah, that's you know awesome. those they guys real dude and those guys crossed over in the sense where they they helped they basically um, they hit this like they expanded the ceiling of what underground bands could do. Yeah, because they got not to a, a commercial success like you know. At, like mainstream level, but they they got the big. They they're, they're one of the man. biggest they underground bands man. out there. They're one of the biggest underground bands out there, if that makes sense. And would you credit a lot of that to to his like getting on that to Jamie Joss's drive, to, to Jamie Joss's drive, and then as well as like the other guys in the band, Chris, Matt. When you get it inside, man, it's the greatest asset because they stay true to the values and the morals. They of the stay music, dedicated, but they open that door for for people in that vein, like uh, like MTV, like. Sway, right? 
when I was a young kid, like hip hop shit, Sway and Tech was this, like, you know, fucking underground Cali radio show. In the East Coast, we would get tape versions of and, and, and like, you know, mixed CDs of. And we loved Sway and Tech. And it was like Eminem's before Eminem blew up, like fucking Rizzo, like all these dudes were always on it. We loved it. And then MTV pulls this dude Sway in to be. You know their guy. It yep. was ill because he never. Uh, I mean, you, you, he had to play the game. You got to interview all these artists, but he would allow the door open for some real hip hop shit. Right? Sure. And then he gets on Shade Four Five and yeah. he gets to pull in the shit because that's where his roots. Well, were. You, dudes you know? like Jamie, like if you go back and watch the show, he always wore like a you know, a band shirt. You know what I mean? And then like and then you go on tour, he would bring out you know certain bands like you know it's a lot of bands. Give, true. A lot of bands have to give credit, just like Slayer. A lot of bands have to give credit to Slayer for kind of bringing put him on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Hebrew did the, the same for a lot of bands, yo. They put a lot of bands on, man. There's, Slayer was the one band you could always guarantee would take out like the new hot band at, yeah. at the time. You know what I yeah. mean? So and put a like, good openers. Yeah, like a good metal album. band. You know yeah. what I mean? The next coming upcoming thing or whatever. You know? Well, Slayer has this like, it's a great, uh, I I guess iconic element of the. Yes. I, I guess that's the best word I could use. They're legends. Right? I mean, yeah, these dudes are Grammy winners. Yeah, they've been around for thirty two years, Award. right? Two, two multiple, Grammys. Multiple yeah. Grammy winners. And they've been around for 30 years, and they're basically the fucking godfathers of thrash. And then, you know, yeah, like people think of heavy metal, and some people might not shit on nobody. They might throw, like, Metallica things in, in common shit, and no, not taking away nothing. But Slayer's a, a, a band who never, ever, ever, ever had to stray from their aesthetic. Yeah. Musically, well, here's the thing, visually, if, none of that. If this makes sense, Slayer is the kings of underground. Yeah. Like, not I just said but, that about Hatebreed, but... Hate but breed, the underground but, that still has... Still sells out big-ass things. Exactly. Still has Grammys. Well, well because, like, it's not, it's not like um, Metallica, no, no disrespect yeah, to exactly. them. No, they become not, a household name, yeah. right? It's MTV, Slayer's... haircuts, yeah, all kinds exactly. of... Exactly. Slayer is, is iconic underground band. You know um, what I mean? Because they, they will never ex- achieve their commercial success yeah. of, let's say, Metallica. But, but, but they, they don't they will, need to. Exactly, but we, we crushing stadiums. Their name crushing is the still carries as much weight as Metallica. Listen, I've gone to a million concerts in my life, either performing, working, or as a fan. I have never gone to a show where more of the fans that go to the show, and this is generally what I would always have considered like a fashion faux pas. Most of the times it is. Never have I been to any show for any artist of any sure. genre where more fans. Come to the show wearing the fucking T-shirt of the band they're going to see. Yeah, right. That's Slayer. always the thing. You don't yep. wear the shirt of the band you go see. Oh yeah. Well, guess what? Slayer. Yep. Right. You don't wear nothing but a Slayer and fucking shirt. And that's it. Four of them in there. Yep. Slayer tattoos. That's Slayer, a fucking Slayer ass, fans dude. are very loyal. You know what I mean? Yeah, hard, they're very loyal. loyal. I mean, any fan of any band is loyal, but Slayer fans are extremely loyal. No, uh, loyal and and iconic to the point where you you know you have these long runs and every. Artist has um, peaks and valleys, right? You know, maybe you have to release a new album. Maybe it has to be a certain many year anniversary of some shit, and it, it raises the level of interest and shit. Um, but what I've noticed, especially like on this last, right, this this final farewell final, tour, final yep. world, world tour, a lot of new younger fans coming. Oh yeah, and, and into it. Like, it's their last chance. Not like doing it to be cool, because they there are out there. I know that fucking day girls, and they want a fucking Slayer shirt because they saw a Kylie Jenner, Kim yep. Kardashian rocking. But the, they're, they're, but, uh, but new... there's these young new kids coming, really fucking yeah. excited, really want. They want to be aware. They want to, you know, fucking, to you know, watch these guys that paved the way for maybe their more recent favorite bands. You Absolutely. Know? I mean, um, I know that's just a rare thing in music of all genres. Iconic twenty. 30, I mean, if you get three years in music, that's pretty ill. 
Oh, exactly. 30 After years. 30, years, 30 plus years. 35 years, I think. And I think that's one of the illest things that you have to respect about artists. I mean, have you, you ever gone to like a classic rock or old soul shows from like famous dudes from back in the day? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? A lot of these guys release new albums every couple of years. Yep. How often they play those new songs from 2010? Oh, uh, never. Never, right? Yeah. And it's no disrespect to what they did recently. No. But they had such an ill career that they can continue to tour and sell out huge places Absolutely. based off their fucking catalog. Absolutely. But what, what does Slayer open up to? What's the first song of the set? Repentless. And what? That's off the most recent fucking album. Exactly. And that's badass. And, and when they open up to it, the crowd fucking knows singing. it and goes crazy. Oh, they're singing. They don't know what is this new nope, shit. They they're fucking singing. Go crazy. And they're absolutely singing it's every badass lyric. Badass opening yep. fucking song. Yeah. For your last. But that's what's good about Slayer because every record they put out is um is still relevant. Right. That's the most mm. important word. I think they're still relevant. You know. <clears throat> I think they're relevant. Always will be. Like a lot of artists, like if you're trying to have a long, long term career, your relevance is best. Uh, exemplified and empowered by actually staying true to your sound. Whereas sometimes throughout the years, your sound may not be in the mainstream appeal. You might drift away from anyone's interest, but as long as you keep your loyal fan base and don't stray from them, you can always bounce back and gain other fans outside of your loyal yeah. fan base. Well, here's the thing with Slayer. Slayer has principles and they stuck with them. And that's it. End the story. You know what I mean? A lot of not saying that other bands didn't, but they, you know, they really stuck to it, right? They stuck it out, man. They did what they did. They know. They know they're Slayer, right? And they got to bring a certain thing, and they bring it yeah. <laughs> every time. They, they really don't uh, compromise on, on that shit. I think that's important. Very important. That's it's, how you breed success. And it's tough. I, I can only imagine even uh, more tough for new artists. You're presented with opportunities and suggestions from people in the industry. You do X, Y, and Z. Uh, this might help you more. This might blow you up. Oh, well, this is what's cool right now this is what's popping this is how you should have yeah, that. Absolutely. you should not have that cover you shouldn't do those shirts that's gonna hurt you do this instead and I it's it's probably hard to say no to that when you wanna get rich and famous or just oh, yeah. wanna make money yeah. and pay your bills yeah absolutely but I think um, well knowing you as an individual and anyone that knows Warren uh, the way you I guess conduct yourself professionally and, and probably personally is very much like you described the band, is uh, you have strict, super strict morals and, and, and values principles, no matter yeah. what it like, yeah, principles, I, 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 principles look, is. Good. I try to live by a code, right? It's, you know, it's an old code. It's, it's not like, it's not a written thing. But hey, man, just do the right thing. You know what I mean? Do the right fucking thing. You know what to do and what not to do. Your mom fucking taught you well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if she didn't, well, you better fucking learn the lesson quick. You know? Because without that, you're basically, you're fucked. Right? And, uh, I think um, in situations like live music and touring, the machine um, analogy is a common, right? Like, everyone has to be a certain piece of this machine. Everyone has to do their job or the machine breaks down, right? Yes. Um, you know, you, everyone's going to kind of stick to some level of, of morals, codes, values, principles, so that everything falls in line. No matter what, even if it goes sometimes against your, your personal ones, or sometimes like, fuck, I, I don't feel great about this, but... I gotta go with this. I gotta agree with this guy. I gotta roll with this punch because that's the way it fucking is. And that's how we make it good, you know? Yes. And I've noticed that about you. And uh, I respect that because it, it just, it kind of shows your uh, dedication and understanding of the profession, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I take my shit serious, right? There's a lot of guys, not saying people don't, but there really are a lot of guys that don't take this shit as serious as I do. It's a fucking job, man. 
You know what I mean? These good guys like to fuck around all day, fucking mm. chase girls or party or do whatever the fuck it is they're doing. It just, yo, you're out here to do the fucking job. Do the fucking job. Man. Yeah. If that means, and that entails going to bed early or not fucking chasing girls all night till fucking 5 a.m. No, what time know? is your, what or, time Exactly, time you know what I mean? Know your, know your limits, man. There yeah. are times to have fun and there's time is, just like at home. You know, if you had a fucking corporate gig and you work for Morgan fucking Chase yeah. or whatever, Morgan yeah. Stanley Chase, you wouldn't fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah, party till 6 a.m. Yeah. and then go to work, right? No. Yeah. Well, fucking don't do that out here, man. I think one of the things that's tricky about when you work in entertainment, like any realm of it, because it's cool, because you like it, there's the temptation, the invitation of, yeah, well, that to, plus, to like not work all the time and have parties. It's rock or and roll. if you're in a corporate job, yeah. you have to know that. It's, so people can't handle it, and that's why they fuck up, get well, fired, well, they, lose, they lose think the game it's or a party, and exactly. then they come out here they and realize balance. it's not. So there you go. No. And, and, they're, and, they're, and that leads to failure, yeah. right? That leads to... All kinds of shit. <laughs> well, Drug so, addiction. We talked about that last time. Is is like focus. And you're a dude who, you when you're doing your job, you zone the fucking. You focus, and everything is is secondary. And that's why you can do what you do, well enough when and good enough when it's necessary, and nothing gets in the way of that. Pretty much. And then when it's when it's not that time, you can do whatever you want. Yep. Because you fucking focus. Exactly. Some dudes, like you said. You know, focus half the time, yeah. halfway, or they fucking sleep or yeah, slack exactly. or whatever. You know, like they think snacks, they can take a break. Ketchup. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Like, yeah. yo, come do your gigs. Fucking, you know, stay at your yeah. station all day. Make sure your shit works. I'll, I'll come up the stage right during a day of uh, some shows, you know, before showtime, either to whatever, ask for uh, some guitar picks, shoot the shit, bullshit, whatever. And and this dude will be in, in the zone working on his shit and you know like I might be six inches away from him and he won't even hear me or, or notice until I physically tap him because he's just in his zone doing his doing his shit getting shit right yeah, for a big that's day it. that's big it night, you know, making sure the get... showtime is the fucking showtime yeah I try to you know every night's gotta be perfect right so do you still get like do you get any rush or n- not nerves in a bad way but like like good anxiety or nerves, like I get anxiety. I, 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 I get uh, anxiety every night before the show. So you do? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's funny. It's like I know a lot of the dudes do, right? And a lot of crew. I'm nervous you, as fuck, you man. It's crazy. Seem super Sucks. Composed and you know, but you can't show it because here's the thing: your dude, if he comes up and looks at you and sees that holy shit, you're panicky. Well, guess what? He's gonna fucking panic. Yeah. So you can't show him that, even though you are panicky. You know? Yeah. You have to play. Calm, yeah. You gotta play cool. Calm, you gotta right? play cool. Yeah. When he walks away and goes out there, that's when you can be like, okay, cool, I'm kind of panicky. That, that's the ill thing about you. Like, during the show, you're incredibly composed. You know, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. You have to be because... And uh, you, you're dealing with situations that are far from... Composed. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But that's part Show of it, right? Because if, if you... The minute you lose focus and, you know, focus on the failure that's happening, you lose focus on fixing the situation and that's what you have to stay focused on right so you don't pay attention to the crowd you don't pay attention to the lights you don't pay attention to the artists in your face or you know like they're looking at you going what hey how fix this right away man you just do it you know what's wrong gather your thoughts for a second and fix it that's you know you know what's wrong you can do it that's why you're here at this level right well yeah I've been like if dudes have worked themselves up to the level and I'm sure you've seen people probably in that kind of position I've seen both. Level before yep. who Maybe weren't ready to be there. They weren't ready to handle that pressure or, or, or that situation. Oh, I saw it on the last leg. Yeah, we both saw it, Jake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. We're in a situation it's, where that you know it's, it's a tough. guy. Yeah, exactly. Dude, it's a lot of a pressure, seasoned bro. guy came out here and just lost it. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So and, and, and some dudes might tour. 
doing gigs that are a little smaller, a little whatever, and still for a reputable artist, but you step up to certain levels, there's a lot of fucking... Yeah, there's, there's a pressure. pressure. There's a lot of pressure. There's, there's a lot of ego. There's listen, a lot there's, of everything. Listen, there's, there's immense pressure, right? Just like out here in television, there's immense pressure, right? Anything live, any type of situation, it's immense pressure. That's it. You And you have to be able to deal with that internally, you know? Do you think, like, uh, like Ganja, like, keeps you, like, pretty mellow enough to, like, focus and be calm and not, like, Absolutely. Stress? Helps you focus. Yeah. Sure. So that's what I always say, right? It's really good for my ADD. I yeah, focus it is. Me. But, you know, like, some people, um, they like to smoke. If they get a little high, they, it'll, Wait. they'll get anxious as fuck. They'll freak out. They get paranoid. Yeah, they're you smoking know? the wrong kind. They're smoking too much that sativa, Jake. Yeah. It's an indica, indica, indica. So we had uh, uh, our, our friend in the... Uh, Co-worker, I guess, uh, Dave Bonvillain on a few episodes yes. ago, and he was talking about this racy sativa strain called Somalian Carla. I tried it. Wait, where, where does this exist? Because I've never heard of this thing. Uh, we, about it. we got it in Canada. Oh Christ, my fuck! From um, when was this? Was from it? Darren, Darren, homie Darren. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I probably did it. My price. Yeah, he, he bought a you know a little bit out. We tried it, and it was it was pretty. You know, it was cool. It was it was racy. That's what I mean. Saying was like. I also was on so much other indica that it was hard to tell, you know what yeah. I mean? So. That's why, yeah, I always try to roll with that more. more. Oh, the day if I, I smoked this by itself or something like that, then probably I would have felt it more. But Does the sativa, do you ever smoke sativa before the set, before the showtime? No, I, mean, I try to smoke. I try. No, 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 no. I smoke. I'm. I don't. I stay away from sativa. So period. Indica all day. Yes. And it doesn't make you ever like lazy or sleepy when you have to do the work during the day. You don't ever get like too. Sure, lazy. once in a while, but you so just fight through it. See, I do sativa uh, daytime, indica nighttime, fight or through. hybrid daytime. Yeah. Fight I mean, sometimes it, yeah, I'll take a little uh, dab nap in uh, dab Afghanistan. Yeah, 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 twenty minutes, lie down, yes. and you know. So very lucky. I always catch certain uh, certain people get those two to three hour naps during the day. I'm always very jealous of those guys. Um, but you know. I, uh, it's funny, it's like, I'll get, you know, I mean, I smoke during the day, cool off, take a little edge off, but I gotta do a coffee. It's a hippie speedball. I need, I don't I, drink coffee, so it's I know you don't, which is interesting because your brother, uh, Roycely, fucking he does podcast alum, guzzles like eight to fucking nine yeah. cups a day. Yeah, he does. He you shouldn't, know? but. I mean, I don't do that. I drink like two to three. But I do need, if I just smoke or I'm about to, I, ha I will do that. For work, just, just like a hippie, combat, hippie you know? cappuccino and, and yeah. a bong hits. Like a hippie my favorite, favorite dude, right? Yeah. yeah, that's why I like black coffee, cold brew black coffee, and a fucking bong rip. I'm straight, keeps me keeps me mellow. I'll just stick with the dab. I know, but you don't get sleepy. Nah, not really. You just you're ready for the show, man. You, get, you know, be ready, get ready. Uppers, yeah. Everyone yeah. has some dudes on tours love their uh, their monsters, their Red Bulls. Some dudes like cocaine. Some dudes probably like meth, like whatever it is, coffee. Or I'm an indica monster. Yeah, so. some dudes just need their whatever to make them work. Yeah, I see dudes drinking fucking it makes, Mountain Dews all day. It, it helps like, me focus. So. You know, that's Mountain Dew will fire up, but that's it whatever it works focus. for you. Whatever works. Yeah, coffee is more my thing. Yeah, your when your brother Royce was on uh, the episode, I had people who listened to it like love this one line. We were talking about uppers in the morning and okay. like, coffee and how coffee makes you shit and whatever, and. uh Royce said something in reference to cocaine. He was, uh, he was like, I don't like that shit. I just like the way, the way it, smells. it smells. Yeah. And everybody, like, so many different people who listen to the episode love that <laughs> fucking quote. And I was like, I should put that shit on a shirt. It's true, sticker. man. It does. People say it all the, the time. The smell of that shit will make me take a shit, though. Oh, jeez. I, I don't want to go there. <laughs> the smell of it, yeah. That's, that's like the worst drug in the world, but whatever. I think. Well, some people like it, some people I've don't. Never, I've never done meth. I personally don't. I've never done meth, but I, that looks like the worst drug in the world to me. Because I, I've I never done it. Done, I've never done it either. But they look, their faces always look like it's like scabbing off. Yeah. So it looks creepy to me. Yeah. But I've never done it, so I don't know. It's, I mean, I've seen the same thing with crack. So yeah, crack, and well, heroin. Crack is horrible. Right. Heroin, so yeah. it's all the same to it's me. All, it's all bad. It's all bad. Yeah. 
Just, uh, we drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of water, tea. iced tea, sweet tea. Warren does love him some iced teas and I sweet do teas. love me some sweet teas. Sweet teas. Too sugar for me. I'm a pussy. I can't have too much sugar. <laughs> Fucks me up. Yeah, do half and half. I like my... I'm a... I'm like old man boring. Uh, unsweet nice tea, please. Like, I, I suck. I don't want any sugar. I look at fucking labels. How many grams of sugar? Uh, is I try to, to keep, you know, I'm the sugar to a certain level. But, you know, sweet tea's good. But so. you get high enough, I'll eat some fucking dank little donut thingies yeah. on the bus. You know? like, uh, it's tricky, man. That Well, that's the thing about... I think when, we, when people travel for music, when you tour a lot, lifestyles change. And it, it's, it's a lot more difficult on the road to maintain the lifestyle you might have had back home. Oh, absolutely. You know? It's borderline impossible. So, And uh, it, it's, yeah, it's a tricky one that I wrestle with a lot in terms of my diet, sleeping habits. Oh, everything. Everything changes. Though. So, And, you know, when you see certain artists, especially when they've gone to a certain level, they can make concessions and requests to... You know, even then, though, you, it's, it's even, tours and yeah, shit. even still, then, yeah. even then, it's still hard, and that costs a lot of money. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? So it's, you're out there, dude. You're not yeah. at home. It's tough. Yeah, exactly. It's a real tough one. Just adapt. You know, that's what I try to do, right? So, 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 um, I know you. You know, you've been on the road for what? Twenty? Twenty-two years. Twenty-two years. God, you make me feel very young. <laughs> and trying to evolve from there, and and possibly step off the road for a while. And, and do what would be considered more... Uh, corporate gigs. Quote-unquote corporate gigs. Yeah. Um, uh, the skills and the, the experience and all your knowledge to earn enough money and stay in one place. Yeah, NBC, NBC and have Studios. A, and have a job where you don't have to leave all the time. Yeah, I love it. You're hype. Yep, I'm hype I can imagine. It. you got to be excited it. about I'm that, I'm all about right? it, so... It's a fun thing. Yep. But what about... What about... I guess the... Like, are you going to... Are you going to miss it? Certain shit. I'm gonna miss this. Down. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna love this. I'm gonna miss this lifestyle. I love this lifestyle. But uh, you know, this is this train I'm on is is coming to an end. You know, the rides. It's it's is it coming, coming to, an, to end. an end because it's coming to an end, or because you well, would both. like it to come to an end both. for your own both. Benefit. I always said I'd like to go out with the band. The band's going out, so I'm going out with them. Mm. End the story. You know. Yeah. You got a daughter. You got reasons to be home and yeah, and exactly. And do you know, and, yeah. I'd rather just be home now. I'm, I'm old. I'm I'm just chill, man. He's, not old. Just... He's like forty one, two. Oh, uh, well, it depends. And ancient, if you're talking about tour years, I'm probably about four hundred and eighty two. So that's true. You got to tack on a couple. <laughs> tack on a couple. But you know, Chinese, you're like gonna you're gonna look like twenty five for another fifteen years. Sure. And yeah. When you hit like fifty, you're like one hundred and fifty. Yeah. But just ignore the white hairs. Ignite. Ignore the white hairs. Are you um? Does it like I don't know, are you sad about it? Are you gonna be bummed? Are you bummed out yet? You ask like- ask me this question in, in three years. What about in three months? No, I can't tell you. Three years. Mm. Too soon to t- I can't I can't say. I don't know. Large lifestyle changes are um interesting experiences, you know. Yeah. Like it's tough. It's like humbles you, you're readjusting. I always try to stay humble. Try to, right? So what doesn't helps, always work what on you. Keep you, humble? you guys just gotta be grounded, man. Um pay attention. Right and be grounded. That's it. You think, uh, at least for me, I think like like ganja keeps me pretty humble. Ganja too, because absolutely. Because it keeps me self reflecting and, and always analyzing. Yup, and you think about stuff, and it also opens the door to like you know meet pe- certain people and whatever and 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 mm. reflect. Right. So yeah, it's a very self reflective substance. Yes, think, very much. Which I think is the best one of the best parts about it. I love it. Yeah, it's good, and it's some, that's why I think people get like. I don't like this movie. It gives me paranoid, and like, because they get. In well, their they don't head. know what they're doing. It's, but it's okay to get in your head. You it's like drink, head, It's dude. like drinking wine. It's like you know. It's like it's just, it's a it's a you know you get there's a method to it, right? So, yeah. 
mean, it's a I process too. People it. are scared to look at themselves sometimes, though. You know. Oh, like, absolutely. And analyze where they're at, lifestyle-wise and shit. But it's. Uh, I think it's a healthy thing we all got to do sometimes. You know. Oh, dude. However, you, if, however if everyone kind of did it, then it probably wouldn't be so bad. I was just thinking it should be mandatory for everyone to like take a hallucinogen at least once. But that might be crazy. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm crazy. Ayahuasca, maybe, huh? Yeah, yeah, Jay? dude. Come on, dude. Come. I'm dude. into it. I know. Hey, I think I might try. Talk it. about that. It's. It's uh, I, I. It's intense as hell, you know. Well, let's see what happens, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep it mellow. We'll keep it cool for you, you know. Um, I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like it definitely heightens your senses in a lot of ways. But I mean, a lot of things can, you know. You're working on the stage all night. Your senses have got to be fucking heightened as it is, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm focused. That's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> but are, like, are you only focused on? I mean, are you? Well, nowadays, I'm, I'm. Nowadays, I'm. I'm focused to more stuff, right? I'm, I'm. I'm. I try to be more aware of the crowd and what's going on around me, right? Because you never know what the hell could happen these yeah. days. What's some of the like, not unexpected, I guess, but last minute out of the cut crazy shit you ever seen in a show? Some shit you didn't know was about to happen or come. Not like a fight you knew was brewing, but what was some crazy shit that just came out of... Uh, out of we finished a show one time in Poland. Who's we? Uh, Slayer. And um, the sky opened up as we were loading out and dumped... It was like... It turned black. It was crazy. The stage started falling apart. We almost died, basically. I think someone died on that day, wait, not wait, on wait, that what? particular stage. This was in Finland. And uh, it was crazy. I thought we were going to die. Wait, what happened? Say this again. So it, there was a, like a storm basically happened. Like the sky opened up and a, this crazy storm happened and it rained on the stage. It fucking, all the lighting trucks started banging together. Fucking all the tarps started flying off and hitting the ground. Like shit was crazy. We had to run off the stage, you know? And uh, we came back. We, we salvaged everything. We packed up our shit. Um, we had to lend Alice Cooper a bunch of stuff because they were doing the changeover and their shit got ruined. I believe Mick Mars's whole fucking guitar rig got ruined, which is fucking terrible because he had like a vintage rigger, you know, like a, some crazy rig. So, some crazy. Yeah, some like it's like you know nine heads or whatever the fuck he's got, but it got ruined. You know, it sucks. It's crazy shit. Yeah. Jesus. So that was pretty crazy. I thought I was gonna die that day. It was like 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 tornado-y, like winds, like what was like this? it was like a fucking wrath of God type shit, man. Shit. <laughs> like yeah, like he wasn't too happy that Slayer just played this this show, so. Shit. Yeah, crowd. I'm sure you've seen like, especially like some of the smaller uh, hardcore shows in New York and shit. Like you've probably seen more, you know, just uh, people interacting, and getting crazy at the venues, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. All kinds of crazy shit. So um, fights, you know, people doing fucking crazy drugs and doing yeah. stupid shit, you know. But no, I mean, it's the streets of New York, right? So whatever. Back you, then uh, it was different. Earlier we were talking, and Warren was talking about how he. Um, he feels let you felt like less safe in New York recently. Oh yeah, the I, I believe the quality of life Which in New is York funny has dropped. So like when I was living in New York, and uh, a lot of the times I was always coming to visit, it was way different, way safer than it was when I had gone before. I knew after nine eleven they got a lot of federal funding for extra police. It was seemed extremely over policed and very very safe. I hate politics, but I will say that uh, Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani and Mike Bloomberg sure. clean shit up. They cleaned the city up, and then the current mayor and whoever was after that, it's just, it's, you know, they dropped so the ball. Where, so where are you noticing, like, the... The subway the systems, the fucking streets, it's crazy. The home, the amount of homeless people the in New York, is, it's, it's crazy. I've never seen it. Like, I haven't seen this like this since the early 90s, man. It's nuts. It's good. Maybe they're, like, not going to L.A. They're, like, staying in New York. 
Yeah, I don't LA, know. I, mean, I thought I thought Giuliani insane. shipped them to uh, Hawaii. Dude, the, I mean, I just think I thought they all went to Hawaii, man. How they get back? There's a million fucking homeless people. Salt Lake, it's 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 nuts in some of these places. In in front of my I don't know if it's 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 a national problem. I think now. So I mean, you know, it's just it's. It's a changing of the times right now, man. It's it's a weird time, dude. So we're back when like New York was like grimier New York. We're talking like eighties, early nineties New York, right? When it was which is probably way more unsafe than it even is now. Would it did you did you like like any of that? Did you revel in I loved it? Did it. you appreciate it? I, I I mean I grew up in it. We loved it, right? Yeah. So it was great. I mean that was what made you part of like proud of being from New York, right? It was fucking grimy as fuck. So when it cleaned up, did that? Hell know, yeah, it sucked. Diminished, right? It sucked, but at the same time, you know, I, you get older, you, you start appreciating that. Eh, maybe you don't want fucking, you know, crackheads yeah. and fucking all this weird shit going down. You know what I mean? So, um, that's kind of why we're yeah, you, you accept like now, it, right? right? Yeah, and then so it's cool. You just and then at this point in your life, right? You grow up. You grew up. You want to live a normal life. You don't want to fucking deal with all this stupid shit. But yeah. yo, guess what? It's all fucking yeah. back now. Like, you know, the other day yeah. some guy fucking got hit in the head by some homeless guy because he refused to give him change or some uh, shit. That's on crazy. On the subway or on the streets? On the subway. The guy trying to get home from work and motherfucker yeah. gets cracked in the head. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing your job. Got to deal with some shit like that. Yeah. And that's New York now. And that's that shouldn't happen. But it is happening. Especially, you know, you have your parent, you have kids and shit. I think you're... Yeah, uh, dude, you, you don't want, you know... Sensitive to well, just, you don't want, you don't want to see and do, deal with shit like that. End of yeah. story, period. It's so, true, it's true. Yeah. I get it. Because I, I always have this, like, uh, idea of, like, native New Yorkers must have been somewhat, like, uh, disappointed or bummed out to the way shit was getting real corporified, gentrified, what have you, over, like, the 2000s. You know, like, New York was almost like a shell of itself in some ways. And um, I don't mean I'm not I'm not saying it's going I don't know if it's where it's going back to where it was or it's, where it's at you know but uh, if I was a New Yorker I, I probably would have been bummed out that it had changed but obviously it does change for the better in a lot of ways so. yeah it's 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 tricky man it's it's good and bad you know what I mean um, I hate to say this but I fucking say hate it. I I hate New York now it's just it's fucking it's too much to handle man I want to get out of there but my situation I, you know current situation dictates that I have to stay there for a little bit so yeah. what what uh what are you not liking about it uh, just the people like it's just too crowded man yeah, yeah I'm used to I'm used to shit on tour you know the schedule on tour where you you kind of don't have to deal with traffic and yeah fucking stupid shit you know what I mean I'm 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 basically with you know, ending the touring thing is you're you're back in the mix, the nine to yeah. five mix almost. You know, even though it's not in nine Manhattan. to five in Manhattan, it's kind of you know. But it's hey, it's part of the grind, right? So it's better than fucking working at McDonald's. Or you have a driver's bullshit. license? Yeah, I do. You do. A lot of native New Yorkers I know. Uh, no, I have. Not... A, I've been driving cars since I was okay, probably so like yeah. fourteen. Dude, a lot of New Yorkers I know. Uh, <laughs> I even know dudes since from Boston. I was, who since I was before license. I was allowed to drive cars. I probably shouldn't Joy be. Rides. I definitely shouldn't be. Yeah, you know. Don't we, worry, statute of limitations. You're probably Well, familiar. nah. We, you know, we just buy these junk cars, fix them up, and drive them around for a fucking couple months before they crashed out. You had you know? cars? I used to. That's impressive. I used to work on, we had to, we hung out with a bunch of gearheads, you know? That's impressive. So, yeah. 
I could change a tire. That's about it. I've changed oil. And I don't know shit now, but yeah, we used to do all kinds of shit like that. Right, well, fixed like radiators, New York, it brakes. must have been easier to drive back in the day, because now, dude, when I used to live there, there's so many fucking cars, it was always traffic everywhere. Oh, yeah. No it was, parking. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's well, madness. Well, now, it's I don't even own a car, so Smart. it's crazy now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't I even, live in New York now, I wouldn't have a car. Either. It just depends where you live, depends the situation, so. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny how... Um, when people I knew would like move to New York for whatever reason, it started like spreading out the areas of where people move. It was Manhattan first, and then certain parts of Brooklyn. Now it's even farther. Now people are in the Bronx and further out in Brooklyn. People are moving to Staten Island, and like it, there's only so much uh, real estate, you know. And oh, it's going to run out soon. Getting pushed out. I mean, you know, New York is always going to be the capital of the. Western world. Hemisphere. Even probably the world. You know? uh, not no. so much the world, the Western Hemisphere. Definitely the Western Hemisphere. My, that's my opinion, of course. No, no, you're right. Because a lot you're of people right. argue that, so. Well, what do they argue otherwise? Oh, who Los knows? Angeles. I mean, yeah, Los Angeles, yeah. London, I mean, I right? LA, but yeah. London's always the mirror sister of New York. They follow New York's lead. It's a fraction of the size and population, though. Yeah, it's just, you know, but just politics and True. New York is the leader. They dictate yeah. what happens, and that's, you know, part of, I guess, I don't know I mean, why you, I haven't left. So. You grew up. And came up in the uh, '80s and in, in the most of the '90s, New York was a, still very influential in in all realms of the Everything. arts, right? Yep. Music and shit. People jock New York. Don't take any offense to this, but what I always noticed in the 2000s, because of how expensive New York got, because of how oh yeah, then you, was then there, you give you, less you give open to artistic value was coming out, open to uh, cities like Nashville. Yeah, all of a sudden San Francisco Nashville, blew up. Austin, with that, but San Francisco is tech money. Yeah, right. But, like but then Nashville, you know, Austin, Chicago. Yeah. Atlanta, different music industries yeah. popping out all these I mean, places. which is good too, but at the same time, you're, you know, taken away from New York, so. Do you, you feel like you definitely lost a little of that edge? Oh, yeah, it's, it's that New York's not what it used to be, you know? Good, okay, because I agree with you, I'm glad. No, it's it's definitely, no, it's yeah. nowhere near. Some, some New Yorkers, like, when I, when well, I'm a proud New Yorker, but dude, that that's, that's, that's the fucking truth, Some people you know? still don't want to hear that. No, no, that. that's the, the fucking truth. truth. Good yeah, for you for being fucking open and honest with your eyeballs, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not gonna favor that just because I'm from New York. That's that's yeah, that's it's a fucking fact. When's it like? When's the last time any huge act came out of New York? It's tough. It's it's a very expensive place to be now. Yeah, it's, it's hard to be. Dreams don't come person. true there anymore. You can't go to Nashville. You can't live there and, and foster dreams. You know, it's tough. <laughs> go to go to Orlando. Go somewhere else. Even people that are trying to start fashion. Go to Houston, Texas. Yeah. Anywhere. That's what I, I, I don't like people moving to Boston or LA because it's fucking up in my rent. You're making my life tougher. Yeah, like, exactly. I I'll tell you, it sucks there, dude. Don't come. come. It does. It sucks. Same thing, with, same thing with Denver, right? Everyone moved there because of the weed shit. 80,000 residents a year moved to Denver. It's retarded. 80,000. Don't move there. Move somewhere else. People. You know, there's other states that are, are yeah. legal and recreational. Because right? anytime there's a, 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 an opportunity financially that pops up from the state, people want to go there. They want to go to Denver because there's money. Well, a lot of people, and then it sucks because the legitimate people that want to move there for medicinal reasons can't. Yeah. Or it becomes too expensive because yeah. these morons, other morons want to go there. You it's know, true. it's stupid. Stay yeah. where you are. It's going to happen. It's tough. Yeah. It's, 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 um. Unless you're in like, you know, fucking Alabama or some oh, bullshit. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That'd be the last, yeah. I wonder what the last state is that's going to decriminalize shit. I'd say like either. Alabama, no, Arkansas, I'd say, Tennessee. I'd say Texas. Texas, yeah. Or Tennessee? like. Wyoming or Montana or maybe like Tennessee or you like yeah. Alabama. You know what? Either I'd say it's either somewhere between Mississippi and Texas. Any of those states will yeah. be the last to, 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 right to agree. I even think like Oklahoma has pretty old school shitty weed laws. 
Probably. Yeah. Were we just there? Yeah, we were. Okay. But we didn't. We went. Had, we didn't have a day off, so we wasn't smoking weed in, in public. Oh yeah, that's right. Some of the times, honestly, when you roll through these these uh, Midwest and Southern states, you got to remind yourself you're not in a place where uh, it's decriminalized or recreational. You can't blaze openly. You got to keep your uh, hence, what's about you. Hence, why we are on the bus at the current moment. Warren is very comfortable in his environment. He likes this. This is his uh, his realm. It's good. It's yes. good. It's safe. It's my zone. We're super secure. No one's knocking it's on my windows. safe place. It is a safe place. Sometimes at a, at a show, when the buses are parked, everyone thinks the buses are where the bands are or the artists are, and they creep around. They might knock on the windows. They you know camp out and shit. Right now we're in a in a very comfortable situation. No weirdos. Yeah. Thank God. But sometimes those weirdos creep on and they have to get taught a lesson. Oh, dude, fucking weirdos, crazy. Ask the guy in London. Do you think working in music kept you from ever like? Being a fanboy or like a psycho weirdo dude wanting to get autographs and shit like that. Um, I mean, when I was younger, before I started, when I was fifteen, I had you know I went and met Slayer at, at fucking one of these Tower, Tower Record things or whatever. I did. I met Pantera. You know what I mean? So, but I never fanboyed out, right? And then I guess at one point. When you start doing this shit, when I, you know, by the time I started getting old enough, I was in a band. You don't, you, you kind of don't fanboy out yeah, because, cool especially from the it. world and hardcore, yeah. you fanboy out. These fucking dudes that play in your, the guy that sings in your favorite band is standing right next to you at the show. Yeah. Who are you fucking fanboying out for? You know what I mean? Just it, say it hi to the guy. It's a more intimate uh, music. Yeah. So then hardcore. when that attitude got taken when I started doing this, and then along with, you know, you got to see that you, you, know, you got to kind of be professional. You can't, you know, you fucking. You know, it's not yeah. about being fuck. You can't f- jock this fucking guy. Jesus yeah. Christ, man. He's you know, fuck. You gotta work for the fucking guy for fuck's sake. I think uh, when you work in music, it definitely changes your relationship with it. Oh yeah, you end up hating bands, you hate people. Yeah, and you, well, you understand how the mechanics of everything works, the industry or and the creative process. You know what goes into making it and what doesn't. What what can you know? Kind of fucking uh, exceptions people make, artists make, what kind of like slights they might. You know, be willing to take and things like that it definitely changes it. You know, and absolutely. You know, even going to shows as a, as a fan. Like, when was the last time you went and bought tickets and just stood in the crowd? I can't remember. Right? I can't fucking because you, you're on stage all night. You're working, or you're yeah. backstage getting. I mean, I've, from I've, somebody else. I've gone. Yeah, I've I've gotten the shows and watched it a little bit from you know front of house or whatever. But because yeah. someone hooked you up, you didn't. Yeah, for, you didn't no, go up to the fucking F- fuck shit no. and buy a ticket, right? Fuck no. I can't think of the last time I did either. I would do it for you know if like certain people like Prince was alive or certain people I'd be there doing that. Uh, I do that for Tom Petty. Yeah, I would pay for that or I would pay for Pink Floyd. Dude, best concert of my life. <clears throat> it was it was only Roger Waters. It wasn't all of Floyd. Roger Waters did the Wall at Fenway Park in Boston. I was alone tripping on shrooms. It was yeah, my best concert of my life, dude. I don't want to talk about that, please. Why is that hurt you? Because I, no, I just never got to experience that. And I always wanted shit. to. Warren, I didn't know you were like a huge Pink Floyd fan. Dude. I love Pink Floyd. It's like my favorite uh, rock band of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, no, they're great. I took awesome. the acid when I was a kid, right? There you go. There oh, wait, you go. Oh, wait, I did? No, I didn't. Wait. You didn't. You did I or took didn't. the blue pill, right? The blue okay. pill at a yeah. Red Bull? I took some, so it's all good. <laughs> Pink Floyd is, if you've ever done psychedelics, it's the best. Oh, yeah, Pink Floyd is the, the best. I listened to it the other day on stage or what? during the work, during my to? work day. Uh, the Wall. The both, Wall's both, awesome. both records, great. I like, I like all their shit. Uh, I like metal and I like animals a lot. Wish You Were Here is like my favorite. Uh, Wish You Were Here is good, Dark Side of the Moon, and The Wall. Everything else is, uh, to See, me is kind like of all the obscure shit, to me. So. I love all that. Animals is kind of animals, weird. Animals, you don't like, I love animals. I like it, I but animals. I never, I got into as much as the yeah. other band, like other records. Shit. I would like to go to the Pink Floyd Laser Show. That's what I want to do. I did that when I was a kid. What? I'm so jealous. Yes. In New York? Yes, at the Hayden Planetarium. 
Is that the one in uh, Central Park? Yes, on the influence of substances as well. Fuck, so. I want to go to a... I, I don't even know if they still do. They still do these No, I don't think so. Man, I missed out. I wanted to... I really would like to do that. That would be a fun thing. I think John Joseph talked about it in his book. Oh, the dude from Cro-Max? Yeah. I would like to read his book. Healthy, book. healthy dude. Yes. Motivated dude. Listen to him. He's got. He has, he has a lot. On the, hold on, time out. Let's say this. Yeah, he, he. That guy. Listen, he has a lot of knowledge, and it's good knowledge. So, listen to him. You ever met him? It's my friend. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, the, I imagine the New York hardcore scene is uh, intimate. Yes, they, right? everyone knows each other. So he's the old dude, huh? Yes, Fuck, he's great. I've only heard him. Uh, he, spe- he speaks a lot of truth he's and, super, and, and super a lot of knowledge, and he shares his knowledge, unlike other people. He does. Right? So these other people that have this knowledge don't want to share it. And that kind of, you know, it defeats the purpose of knowledge. Yeah, it's getting snobby with knowledge. It's like, I got this, but fuck you. You got to share. share with you. Got to share. It's, it's very Got to share. Otherwise, it, it, it gets lost and forgotten. If you share the knowledge, it, it continues and gets passes, passed on. It's true. You got each one reach one, each one teach one. It's very important to yes. share. Because it's like, um, it's like, what, like 33rd degree masons and all these, like, Fucking Bilderberg ass motherfuckers. They have a bunch of knowledge and they don't want to share with nobody. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't get it. Yeah. Whatever, man. Yeah, he's an old dude. I've uh, I've you know heard him like you know, on different like YouTube things of his and shit. It's, you know, like his dietary regimen, his physical regimen. It's crazy. I respect that. Yeah, I don't know anything about that guy, so about I, can't, that. I can't say anything. <laughs> you know, so yeah, he, he drinks a lot of uh, vegetables. It's good. Yeah, it's I'm vegan. sure he does. Whatever. He's just, it, well, I like that he wasn't pretentious about it. He wasn't like he's, hey, a, I'm a he's vegan. probably a vegan that he wears is, leather. He's not right? in your face like I'm a vegan. In he's your a face. Ve- vegan that wears leather, probably or no? Yeah, I uh, you know. No, who? J- John Joseph? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh no, John you Joseph think I was is. About? Oh no, I thought no, no, no. I lost track of the subject for a second. John Joseph is super ill. Is healthy. He is super healthy, and everything he preaches. He actually Practices, lives it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he, that's why you should listen to him because he knows what the fuck he's talking about. You know? Yeah. So, hey. hey I just <laughs> love it when someone's not pushing their... Oh, that's exactly. That's what face. it is. Oh, that, that's what I mean when, when I say he shares knowledge, yeah. right? He, he doesn't it, he's not slam it in your face. All he does is go, hey, look at this. It's your choice. Yeah. And that's that's the best way to teach anybody. Actually, yes. Right? You just show him two things, right? I give Warren a glass of water that's clean and I give you a glass of water that's filthy with shit all around the rim which glass of water are you going to drink you're going to drink the clean one exactly right? I didn't tell you to drink the clean one yeah. I just gave you two glasses exactly. of water you share knowledge motherfuckers are going to uh, absorb exactly. it exactly that's, and that's why analogy. I always respect that and I'm not I'm shitting on vegans and shit like that I respect that dietary choice but when you know those dudes are always shoving in your face I think people are more resistant well, absolutely, but that's why John, dudes like, like John Joseph are successful. He doesn't do that. So yeah. he just shares knowledge with yeah, you. And that's and it's your decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and that's what's great. That's kind of like what I try to do. Hey man, here's yeah. the, the this is Give I'm sure, yeah. You what you do with the up. knowledge is up to you. Yeah. It's, yeah, you did your job. You pass it on, pick it up or drop it if exactly. you, that's on you. Exactly. That's true. Some people are very uh, intent on, on pushing things on people, and I think that's what Convolutes their message. It fucks up what they're trying to share. Oh, because they're not sharing it. They're forcing it. Exactly. And, and now you can't do all, that. Yeah, I'm a I'm a very resistant dude. I would imagine you are too. Well, if someone's trying to give you some shit, I'm you not, just I'm back off. Reject like, it right away. You could yeah. be trying to give me the best thing in the world. You're trying to shove a fucking hundred dollars down my mouth. I'm gonna be like, fuck you. Yeah, go, you, yeah, yeah. go fuck yourself. Exactly. It's the same thing. Yeah. Rebellious. Rebellious. That's why. Yeah. Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. That's your. That's your <laughs> anarchy with order. Order with anarchy. Yeah. I I I always find it funny, like. People are so passionate about shoving their shit in your face, and those, 
you polarize your situation too much. Motherfuckers ain't gonna hear you. That's yeah. you know, it's the beginning of time though, right? That's why there's, there's this you know, programming out there that you know, it's under, it's uh, it's uh, subconscious it's programming instead of in your face, and look what it's done, right? Brainwash the whole fucking couple of generations of people. So yeah, easily. That's what I think. One thing's ill about like hardcore music is it's um, it's raw, it's real. Yeah, it's never been sucked up in that corporate realm, you know, compared to yeah. other genres of music. It, it never has had that level of uh, corruption. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the message is still pure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even if it's only reaching a smaller percentage of people, it's reaching them in the realest way, giving them the sh- the true. Absolutely. Shit, which I, I, you gotta respect it. No matter what you like, you like fucking jazz or fucking yacht rock. You gotta respect that. Yeah. You gotta respect oh, absolutely. That shit. Absolutely. You know, I think that's the other shit. Um, I even think there's like, like metals kind of in that place, right now, 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 now. You know, but yeah. But I mean, you know, metal is you know, hey, metal is. It's different. Everything's different. Everyone has their place. Everything has their place, Every right? Time. So exactly, you know, yeah. metal, hardcore. Um, at the time, for a lot of that, at least for me, growing up, it, it had a you know it it gave a place for these teens, people at my age at the time, to, to you know give them some place to go and, and feel yeah. belong. They belong somewhere and they could express themselves and you know what I mean. They could relate to the fucking lyrics. Yeah. You know, nowadays it's like, yo, what the fuck are you gonna relate to? You know. I wonder, like, when you, you know, uh, when your daughter's a few years older, like, what's gonna be the shit she relates to? Like, you know, I don't know. We'll see, crazy, man. Right? Hopefully, the ones who's gonna be the next fucking Slayer? Who's gonna be the next Metallica? That's what we is have to discover. Is there a next Metallica? Not, not necessarily like a next Slayer, but someone. Well, I know what you. Well, that you know, like an iconic band yeah, that's yeah. gonna take their place, or you know, a Pantera. Someone, the people that are gonna make the change. There's gotta yeah. be like a Michael Jackson or a Madonna, right? Same shit, different genre. Yeah, you know. It's, that's always a funny game changers, thing. Yeah. right? It's always different generation. generation. Gotta have those people out there. Yeah. It is. It's true. Game changers. I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, what you want? We gonna change the game? You wanna go, like uh, take a couple dabs? Run through for Bunk Alley? No. Yeah, let's do it. Take a couple dabs. Dab, 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 Somebody make a shout out about it Can we settle?